Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, forward, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Dean Blandino from Fox Sports, and you are listening to the Quick Snap Podcast. Welcome to the episode of the Quick Snap Podcast, and a very Merry Christmas. We hope you enjoyed your festive period, and we're in that gap now between Christmas and New Year. How are you feeling, boys? Don't know what day it is. You know, I do know what day it is, because I've been working since Sunday, so yeah. I, I, I was working today. <laughs> it does all blend into one, I think, this period between Christmas and New Year. It does. I think yeah. I've had a, I think I've had at least three beers every night since like twenty fourth. Oh, so you're gonna mate, say I since like, like you were twenty four. <laughs> <laughs> I look like that. I do look like that. I've aged badly. Harry's <laughs> only twenty five years old. He just looks like he's forty. <laughs> yeah, I've aged badly. <laughs> uh, well, gents, there isn't much news apart from the fact that this was a pretty uh, a pretty shocking week for our predictions. There was some upsets. There was some disgraceful football at times. Um, you know, the Browns obviously shit the bed. It wasn't completely their fault. They had they shit the hot tub. That's what they did. Yeah. They had all the receivers out, didn't they, to be fair, which was not ideal. But they still had three quality tight ends playing. But, you know, you do need those receivers sometimes. It does show. And again, it shows the NFL are completely inconsistent with who they try and help out. With the Ravens <laughs> getting every single bit of help they could get. And the Browns. You not. hate that, don't you? You hate I, that. I really do. I really hate teams being like, like prioritised, you either do it for one or you don't do it for any. Has, Sorry, do one turned, for all or not. Yeah. Has that turned you into a Browns fan or did you just already a closet Browns fan? What is it? I, no, Tom knows last year I was on the Browns train too. <laughs> I, I just want to see if the Browns do well. That's, that's all. I, I like I like a good a good story. And, and yeah, We I all like want to see the Browns do well, but you are basically a fan. Yeah. Uh, you know what it is? My wife's auntie brought my son a... Um, Cleveland Browns bed sleep suit from New York from, from Chicago sorry which is weird but um, anyway now he's got Brown stuff so I'm going to support Browns as well for him Fair he's going to grow up in, he's going to grow up a life of misery he's an Everton fan and he's a Browns fan poor fella <laughs> not good he, he's screwed um, 
other than that, the news this week, we've got obviously um, Dwayne Haskins being dropped. I mean, he deserved that in every every matter. He was crap from start to finish, whether it be a franchise quarterback and what he should be doing, crap. His ability on the field, crap. His <laughs> celebrations, crap. So, yeah, I mean, he deserved to be dropped, didn't he? Well, I think this had been coming since Rivera got the job. Like it was quite yeah. clear that he didn't like him. He didn't really want him as a starter. He replaced him at pretty much the first possible point that he could, um, and it really was just a matter of time. Yeah, yeah I mean, one Tom. Uh, sorry, one Scott. No, I was going to say like I completely agree. He definitely need a drop in. Like he's been shocking, and he sounds like he's a bit of a man child, doesn't it? Like he's really immature. But God. I didn't like how Washington dealt with it really. I didn't think they uh, handled it very much all either. <laughs> I'm not sure if I've been tricked, if I've been punked here, but I've I've been watching a few videos, obviously, on, on the social media, and I've seen a video of when Dwayne Haskins was interviewed about his draft day. And they said, oh, are you excited? He said, yeah, I can't wait to go and watch the Avengers after the draft. And, I was, like, and I was like, <laughs> that, that just yeah, sums you up from start to finish, you clown. I think Washington but... did well not to do this before this point to be honest like yeah. after the stripper after the stripper incident I think I would have just got rid of him then yeah I mean okay, there's, there's certain things like you've, you've seen that Antonio Brown gets away with murder and it's probably because he's one of the best receivers we've seen in this like last 15 years so yeah you can't you can't argue that his talent wise is up there so he gets yeah. away with murder even though he shouldn't but he does because he's that good Dwayne Haskins you are shit you are unproven. You have not got that leeway yet to go and do whatever you want to do. And you were already pushing buttons by the selfie incident, the celebrating incident, overall shit. And then you decided to go into a... Well, I think he said he had a private party and the strippers <laughs> there without masks on. Like, what were you thinking? I mean, you're going to catch more than COVID in that, aren't you? Let's be honest. That's, that's good. Definitely. And <laughs> it being that. a private party doesn't make it any better. If anything, it makes it more stupid because... He's organised it. Yeah, clown. Anyway, either way, he probably isn't going to get another team. And if he does, it's horrific. No, he will. He'll get another team. I really hope not. So, obviously, the Browns have got the Steelers this week. Huge game. Huge, huge game. And the Steelers have realised that they are already qualified for the playoffs. So they are sitting Ben Roethlisberger, little, little rest day, and they start Mason Rudolph. Now, is this their try, them trying to mock the Browns, where Rudolph comes in and tries to have his revenge after what happened with Garrett, or is this <laughs> them Surely just not. saying we're fine with we're, we're taking third seed? I think I it's think, that on, Big Scott. Ben's. Well, Big Ben's obviously got his injury history, hasn't he? He's got his elbows knackered. He's old. I get they're trying to protect Big Ben, but I think it's stupid. I, I don't get why. If you've been playing well and you're comfortably in playoffs, fine. They've been shit for a month. Like, go get some form. Go play well. You want earned the right to rest players? It's just, yeah, I think it's, so it's shit. They are third seed, aren't they? And they would need the Bills to lose to go any higher. Yeah, they would. However, and they can't drop either. They can't drop either. So. Yeah, but, okay, yeah, yeah, that's fine. But they, they would need the Bills to lose. And that is quite a big... If, in my eyes, the Bills are in, in decent form. They have been all season, really. They've had a few hiccups here and there, but been predominantly solid on both sides of the field. 
Now, it would take. I, th- I, don't, I don't think the Bills are going to let up. I think the Bills are going to do what you said, Scott, and carry the form in and carry on going and carry on trying to dominate because you carry on good fo- carry good form into the playoffs. It's definitely better rather than just yeah. taking that backward step. Um, so I think the Steelers are aware of that and thinking, well, we're not going to get that second seed. So let's just make some rest of the players. We can't lose a third seed. So yeah, I, mean, I, I do get it. I just. I think it's I think it's the wrong. You looked at what the Ravers did last year. You know they were what fourteen and two, coasting, rested players, and they went out first game to Titans. You know that was <laughs> that was purely because of um, being outplayed. They'll be outcoached. I think there is a difference yeah. though with Big Ben being so old and his injury history. I think he's thrown the ball so many times this year. Yes, he's not looked good recently, but his elbow and his arm will probably be pretty tired. They've not really had a bye week because they kind of got fucked out of it because of some COVID delays earlier in the year. That is true. So, to me, it makes sense. But the only thing is, if you rest in Big Ben, rest TJ Watt, rest um, Cam Hayward and the guys in the middle, um, mess, yeah. rest Minka Fitzpatrick, don't just leave, leave it as Big Ben. Um, protect because, those big guys on the defensive yeah. line as well because this team is going to go yeah. as far as that defense can take it because <clears throat> excuse me the offense has stuttered and yes it looked good in the second half but the Colts were pretty inept in the second half so that was yeah, kind right. of a combination of the two things you're right and that they're basically just saying that okay yeah and I agree Tom I think the, re- the reason behind Big Ben's arm and poor form recently is probably is the fact that he's he's struggling now that he's throwing the ball that many times but how, by saying Mason Rudolph is there, they're basically just saying, you don't mind if you win or lose, but if you win, bonus. That's what, that's what my, my view is. If, if you win, bonus. If you don't win, we don't really care because we're, we're already where we want to be. Yeah. So I think it's the playoff rest, format rest as well, though, because they've all. changed it now with seven teams and only one team gets the bye. That number two seed in previous seasons would have been a big thing to get yeah, massive thing to try and get whereas it's not this year like the difference between a two and a three seed yeah if you're the three seed there's more chance that you'll end up having to go through Kansas City which is inevitably harder but the way the Bills offense is playing at the moment if you have to go through Buffalo because they get the second seed that's not going to be easy either so I I don't see it there being that much difference to be honest I don't really I think I, I personally would do what they've done I know Scott wouldn't because of the way they need to try and rebuild some form. But I I would, because I think they've got more of a chance of getting fed in the playoffs if the players are less weathered. Yeah, it's true. I mean, the, other, the other thing I think about is, obviously, Browns are going to probably get into the playoffs now on the back of this. What, how wow. do you feel if you, Browns and Steelers just basically gave you, you... Do you think they're just disrespecting you by putting a shit team out? I don't think Browns are Browns again. I don't, I don't think they'll care. They've had to wait so long, they won't, they won't care. Yeah. No. And, and I don't <laughs> no, think... I mean, I mean, if they play the Steelers again in the playoffs, does that what, does that does that give you some extra motivation uh, if you're Browns? This is, this is controversial. Yeah, so. Controversial, this, but I think the Browns would beat the Steelers anyway. I know they just yeah. messed up against the Jets. I know they did, but I think it's a case of they play better when they, there's, I don't know how to, how to say it, when there's something like more... Less expectations on them. Yeah, yeah. When, they, yeah. when they're like the out-and-out favourites, the Browns, like, oh, go on, you're going to smash it. They're like, they yeah. shit the bed. Where, but when it's like, there's no hope for them. Like, like with the Titans, I think most people in the, in the NFL world saw the Titans game and thought, Derrick Henry's just going to destroy you. This is going to be over within the first half. No, they stopped them. And the the 
uh, Steelers have got no run game at all. That run game is terrible. It's shite, isn't it? So whoever they, I think the Steelers are out the first first round playoffs. I don't think they'll be able to keep up. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree too. Right, gents, we'll we'll move on to our uh, predictions. I know I did absolutely stinky. How did you guys do? Pretty poo. Yeah, Scott did the same as you, and uh, I just got the one game. And unfortunately <laughs> for Scott, it was against the Raiders because we all picked the Dolphins. So that was yes. one of the games that we all got. And then um, I missed out on the Rams-Seahawks game. Oh, I went nice. with the Rams. You guys went Seahawks. Um, so well done to you two. Big congratulations. You gained 10 points on me. Could count that. All important. Pointless that. Could do. Could I'm count. dead. Can we continue our predictions into dead. the playoffs? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Like into the playoffs Super Bowl? Yeah. I think we should be calling it before, like, as soon as the playoffs are set, let's just call the full thing. We could well, we could do it two <laughs> ways. We could do a regular season winner, and then we can do no. a playoff winner. Okay, well, at least then you'll win one thing, won't you? Yeah, and then one of you might win the playoffs. Me. It's not Ira. Yeah, I'm giving one of you a chance to win here. Uh, don't don't be pity nice. us. This is embarrassing. Don't pity us. To be fair, it was embarrassing for this weekend. I'm going to catch you now. You might do, Scott. You might do. Right, um, right then. Okay, then. Off. Our first game. We've just been talking about the Steelers for 10 minutes. Let's carry that conversation on. Uh, so, Colts at Steelers was a bit of a surprise, really. When I, I, I didn't watch any of these games in real time. Um, I was busy with family. Unfortunately, I'd have much rather have watched um, Red Zone. Um, Good man. So, I, but I still check the scores from time to time. Saw the half time scores. Busy with family means I've now got a girlfriend. Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> change, um, change when you married me. You do what you want. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not sure about that. <laughs> no, um, that's not true. <laughs> anyway, so why did the Colts stop running the ball? Like when I looked at a comfortable lead, Jonathan Taylor had two touchdowns in the first half. Uh, yep. Exactly. And they just seemed exactly. to move away from it completely. And when I watched the highlights, that's what I saw. And then I feel like, or even though I knew the score when I watched the highlights, when I saw that touchdown pass at the end of the third quarter to make it 24-14, to 14, I feel like the Steelers, as soon as that pass was caught, knew that they were going to win the game. Watching it live. Yeah, I, mean, I watched like, it on Red Zone rather than on full, fully live. But yeah, you could, you could feel it. It seemed like a big momentum change. Yeah, because they just... I mean, the the drive before that, I actually thought that's it. Colts have just won game. They've stopped them on fourth and goal. They just, uh, I mean, fine. They had to come out of their own two yard line, whatever they did. Mm-hmm. So they're always going to give Steelers the ball back. But you just looked how diff- the Steelers had. Basically, I think they had. Well, it was definitely fourth and goal. So I think they had two yards to go when they started, and they ran the they threw it four times. They wouldn't run the ball. Yeah, and you looked and can't. went, they they can't. It just looked it looked embarrassing. They wouldn't run the ball. Mm-hmm. Benny Snell, uh, Benny Snell, I think he runs in sand, like quicksand. He is he is terrible. Well, at least he's a backup. What's James Conner's excuse? He's a starter on a top five team. Well, what should be a top five team by record, not by how they're playing. And no, he's he's awful, really awful. But he's he's not been good for a couple of years now. Like, he, well, he's, he's he's never been good. I mean. Let's be honest. They tried saying he was going to take over from Lev Bell. That shows that Lev Bell actually was pretty decent back in the day, wasn't it? Well, I mean, the O-line was really good back then as well. The O-line is a bit of a shell of itself now. Yeah, yeah that's the true. The pass protection that's what it is. starting to fall down. The holes that were there for Lev Bell to wait for to open up aren't yep. there anymore. So it does yep. make a big difference. I think the the other thing that was kind of big in the second half was the Colts only converted one third down 
in the entire second half. Like you don't deserve to hold on to a lead, albeit by three scores. If you can only convert one third down, that's pretty poor. They completely slowed down, didn't they? It was it was a complete shift in their their play playing call play calling. Yeah. When they start started throwing the ball out randomly on first downs. Like first yeah. downs, you've got running back there who scored two touchdowns. Run the ball. Even if you only get three, four yards, run the ball. Yeah. Even if it's predictable, run the ball. And and just run the clock as well. Who cares how many yards you get when you're exactly. three touchdowns? Yeah. <laughs> just like waste some time. Like exactly. it, it was a, it was crazy. It was. And then but, the the last point I had for this game was to me, this now means that the defensive player of the year is only between TJ Watt and Aaron Donald. So TJ Watt had another two sacks. Under mm. a, Q, a QB hit, yeah. another two hurries, a forced fumble, which kind of started to change the game, and a, and a tackle for a loss as well. And yeah, everyone can say what they want about Jamal Adams. He's broken the record for sacks for defensive backs. He's a great pass rusher when they he put him into catch. blitz, but he can't <laughs> cover anyone. No, like, he, 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 he's not one of the best defensive players. No, did you see it? Is cat? Um, I will talk about it in a minute when you get to that game. But oh my yeah. lord. No, I've got to agree. I, I I was all on Jamal Adams. I was thinking he's if he had another big game, but you're right. TJ Watts kept it going, especially with uh, Bud Dupree out. So I the reason I'm not saying it because I agree that Jamal Adams is the best player in the league defensively because he's not. He's not even in the top five, maybe not even top six, seven. But what this these awards usually go off is records, records, notable things that happen in the in the league, like. Michael Thomas wasn't the best offensive player of the year. Like he was, he's very good, but he was being thrown the ball six yards, like fifty odd times a game. So like, yeah, no wonder he got so many catches. But because he broke the catches record, oh, well, you gotta give him the offensive player of the year then. Yeah, I think well, the that's a bigger record though, to break. Yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. That's a much, much bigger record it, to break than the defense. Yes, because <laughs> he's, he's not broken the most the catches. Receptions like for everyone, so tight ends never really yeah. get there. But for all the wide receivers to break that record, which is massively historical compared to the number of sacks by a defensive back, who That's yes, huge. they don't typically get it. It's not though. It's not. Like, if, if, Jamal Adams, if Jamal Adams had twenty sacks and he broke the all-time record for sacks for anyone, then yeah, he's like the best defensive player. No, but player, for a but... team that was struggling to get any sacks at all, he was leading the team on sacks. I think it's Dennis. He still is, and actually, he's changed that. He has, you know, helped change that defense. Does it make him defensive player injury. of the year? But, yeah, I agree. He's I, I was sacks on his it team not, on a bad not, defense. Yeah, it may not make him. It's that. a yeah. bad defense. Not in his view. You see what he said? He thinks it's the, he's the best, the best defense in the league. <laughs> Lol. <clears throat> I mean, poor, what poor a Jamal. Fucking joke. They're, they're really not. I've got less part. respect for him. <laughs> I feel about Jamal Adams the way you feel about Deshaun Watson, Harry. Ah, that's a bit harsh, isn't it? So you're both wrong in that. Because Deshaun Watson is incredible. That's a bit overstatement. Um, okay, so the Steelers, yeah, I think they are overrated still. I think there's more of a case of the Colts shitting the bed rather than the Steelers going out and winning it. Yeah, yeah I agree. Definitely. Dodgy play calling. Yeah, and Phil Rivers didn't look that bad, to be fair. Didn't, wasn't doing much wrong. Um, but he just. He's been quite good for Rivers this year. You, mm-hmm. you were hating on him, but he's been good. I was, yeah. He's looked, he's looked in, incredibly mobile for an old guy he has like dropped himself out of a, a few dodgy pockets but you got to win those games when you when you're dominating a team that are that, that highly ranked you have to finish it off your card just yeah you can't do that i think they need their real line to get healthy again they were they were down for like their third tackle um yeah. so they are they are missing out there 
Um, so they do need to get them healthy if they have a chance really next week, and especially yeah. if they, for a chance in the playoffs. But um, so yeah, we'll move on. The we didn't get Colts. this one wrong, yeah. We all went Colts. Um, and then we'll move swiftly on from one team that should have ran the ball more to another team that should have ran the ball more in the Browns. Yeah. So obviously the Browns, as we've talked about, had no wide receivers. But to me, the bigger miss um, compared, the, the bigger miss um, to the wide receivers was the O-line injuries and who they were missing along there. They had absolutely nothing in the run game. And I think Stefanski moved away from it too quickly. Was it like one, one rush attempt for Kareem Hunt and like, Eight for um, yeah, they had yeah. four rushing yards by the end of the second quarter. I think yeah, which, yeah, which seems ridiculous. absolutely ridiculous. They're one of the best yes. rushing teams in the league. Yes, the Jets are going to do everything they can to load up against the run and probably have eight nine man boxes, knowing that all they have out there is tight ends. But still, you've got to have a bigger commitment to it. What I don't get is that why was Kareem Hunt not lined up as a slot receiver? Yeah, I think that's what everyone expected, wasn't it? Mm. He is he is better than several. Slot receivers in the league, probably all the ones on the Jets team, and That's he wasn't. Much. And it, well, I mean, it's <laughs> not, not saying, saying much. much is it? It's not saying much. But Throwing that, some shade against Braxton, Braxton Barry or something. He is. He is terrible. He had a big TD. He, he, yeah, but he's still terrible. He, he did this week, but he's still shit. Um, Kareem Hunt should have been playing in the slot slot um, position. It would have given them so many more options. With it would have opened the, opened the play up for Nick Chubb because those quick slants to, to Kareem Hunt, they would have had no chance. It would have been a completely different game, I think. I know I don't actually study NFL plays, but <clears throat> I mean, for me, it made sense. Well, I think the hard thing would be, would Kareem Hunt know all of the plays? So if they line him up a slot receiver, he's probably only going to know a limited number of actual plays. Yeah, he'll know what he's supposed to do as a running back. Yeah. But, yeah, so yeah. you could it's, learn it's, some it's, stuff on the fly in a, in a couple of days, but you know, if he's not used to being in that position in the playbook, he's not going to know all of, all, all of those calls. So it's still, it would still be fairly limited. But yeah, it, you think it would have worked better than one or than two what they plays. Had. Give, him a, give him a chance, like one or two plays yeah. would definitely have uh, been a, an alternative for them to have to think about. And I don't think the Jets would have been prepared for it. No. Yeah. I mean, did, uh, did Stefanski just cast his coach at year award? I think he did. I think he, he did. did. Yeah, he did. I think he blown it. He I, before the that. game, I said him or Brian uh, Flores. Straight up Brian now, isn't it? B Flo. B Flores. B Flo. Yeah, well, I think it's just crazy how, like, a week ago, two weeks ago, we were saying that the Browns can win the AFC North, like, legitimately oh. win the AFC North, oh, and fair. now they could have a ten-win season and, and miss out on the playoffs. Yeah, and I predicted Mad. the Browns ten and six. You know. Oh, well done, mate. Oh, yeah. What did you give yourself you a pat Steelers? on the back? Uh, Steelers, I was, I went four and twelve, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> However, the Steelers are now playing like the team that I thought they would be now. Which is hurting. No, I, I agree. They were always a they were always a false eleven and a. But yeah, Browns. I mean, look, they're, they're not as good as the Ravens, and they're probably. I think the Steelers are going to. I don't know if Big Ben were playing. I think Steelers would beat them as well. So I kind of don't think the Browns are this. I think they would. absolute shock to miss the playoffs. Uh, if they do, but it's going to be really unlucky. And it's just the most Browns way to to lose out in playoffs. Very any, any of any other division. Hmm. Push well, maybe pushing the AFC East as well, actually. But any other division, they're probably getting as a wildcard team as well. They would so, have. The, the Browns have been great this season. It's I think give another season as well together. If Baker playing better now, the, the run the run game, Stefanski's second season. I think next year could be a big year for the Browns. I think this yeah. was a big game for Baker though, and he kind of shit the bed. 
I don't think he, he did. He did because he was overthrowing a few times, and he was underthrowing a few times. Quite a few balls. He fumbled he three times as well. I mean, two of those were not his fault. The, the, the O line just gave. I up feel on like him. if you fumble the ball, it's entirely your it's, fault. I don't no. care if you get sacked. Hold on to the ball. No, no, but it was, <laughs> it's still your the, fault if the ball, the ball comes ball, out your hands. The ball was in in a thrown position. And it got knocked out there. I think that's the only time where a quarterback isn't his fault. If, if, you got, if you got the ball yeah. and, and you realise it's coming at you and you and you still fumble the ball, that's your fault. That's what a lot of Daniel Jones' fumbles are. He knows he's going with it. Still tries to yeah. grab it and still let's go because he's that clumsy. Whereas if, if a quarterback is in a throwing position and the ball gets knocked out, I think at that point he's concentrating down on the receiver. So he can't... But what, what if he's his, a little bit late making that pass? That could still be his then, fault. Then it's his fault, yeah. If, it's, if he's late and he's been absolutely trash. But, mate, watch the two ones when he got, he got the ball knocked out of his hands. It, it, I, the I get, what, line I get what you mean. Him. It just collapses when that. You know what? <laughs> you take it. I'm but not, he's I'm behind a weakened offensive line. Like he should be. Yeah, it's difficult without wide receivers. But and Stefanski should be helping him out in terms of getting should the ball have, yeah. out even quicker. Like if you're missing three offensive linemen, you've got to fire that ball out. I think. Uh, I, get was, what you're I think saying, he was trying to. I think. Sorry, Scott. Yeah. I think the. No, I, was, I think the yeah. issue here was the coaching, not rather than Baker. And I know Baker has his weaknesses, but so should Stefanski. He should know that too. And I know that there's quite a few passes in that game where I thought, Jesus Christ, mate, come on, give him a chance, give the receiver a chance. You know that you know you're playing against weak, you're playing with weaker receivers here. Give him a chance to catch the ball. But I think a lot of what went wrong in that game wasn't really his fault. But you know, I mean, I'm backing Baker. To be fair, so whatever. Yeah, no, I do, I do get what you're saying, especially with fumbles. I kind of agree with Tom that a fumble is a quarterback's fault. But I can see what you're saying about it throwing motion. I just think you're playing the Jets. You damn receivers are not. Yeah, you know, if you're a number one pick and you're going to start saying you're improving, as well. yeah. If you're if you're an improving mm. quarterback who's a former number one pick, you beat the Jets. That's you do, you know, you do. And, and, and oh, this is not anyway excusing what they did. This is a horrendous shit the bed moment. <laughs> and this should have been, yeah. should have been a walkover. They should have been and run the ball down the throat sixty odd times, get both running backs thirty carries, and just let it go. That's what it should have been. Just yeah. hey, you've got no, no, no receivers. Sound run the ball thirty times each. Because yeah, you may you may only get three yards to carry, but they'll get three three yards to carry each time. Just keep going. Just keep. Eventually, that defense will get knackered. Just keep well, it going. I mean, three yards every time would be four and one every time. So go for it again. Run it on fourth and one. Get three <laughs> yards. By the way, did you see did you, that was the one that was Baker's fault. Did you see that fumble on the? Uh, oh, that that was bad. Oh man, that was what ruined the game for. I mean, it didn't. The game was already like in in the balance then, but that was what it obviously collapsed the whole chance. But. Uh, Kareem Hunt caught it, didn't he, and tried to carry on going. And uh, it was knee down. The, the one thing, just you just reminded me though, the one thing that was better, the best player this whole game. Did you see Sam Donald just truck a guy? Yes, <laughs> that yes. was that was class. Like that is why I love Sam Donald stuff like that. He just he play make a few players each week where you just think, ah, oh, he's just an absolute. Well, he was he... a linebacker, wasn't he, in high school? Yeah. Which for Sam <laughs> Darnold yeah. is like five years ago because he's like 22 or something. He's, stupid he's, like he's still younger than Joe Burrow, isn't he? Yeah. And Baker. Yeah. It's crazy. No. I mean, that was, a, that was a heavy hit. He just ran and ran and ran. Is that a linebacker he tackled as well? <laughs> it might have been, yeah, I think so. Class. Oh, just great, it's a bit embarrassing, great. That, that. I mean, it is, but it was great to watch. I, get, we, I was sat in a room with a few friends and we had, oh, like, oh, oh, shit. <laughs> that had to hurt. Yeah. Right. Shall we move on with this embarrassing game? We will. Yeah. We'll we'll go on to to your team now. 
Harry. Oh, no, we just spoke about your team, didn't we? The Browns, sorry. Uh, we'll <laughs> move on to your second team, the Seahawks. The first so Rams team, at Seahawks. You guys got this one right. Well done. 10 points for you. Um, and I think this game, for me, has shown that Goff has regressed from a game manager into a full-blown liability now. Yeah. And obviously, he's, he's going to miss yeah. um, next week for some guy who, who I've never heard of. Um, AAF players, he... I, 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 don't, I don't know, but it, I thought, it, I saw that yeah. he was out of Wake Forest and assumed that he can't really be very good. No offense to Wake Forest quarterbacks, but you don't yeah. exactly see them in the NFL. Um, but yeah, I think Goff has just kind of shit the bed for the Rams, who've gone from a couple of weeks ago looking like a fairly surefire division winner with the Jets and the Seahawks, who they've historically owned to play, to now needing to win to get um, to get in and have the Bears lose, which will probably happen. Which will probably happen, sorry. Um, but still, like they, they need to make sure that they can win this game. And without Goff, that, that, that's still going to be difficult. Well, have you seen it, that? Kahneman yeah. might not play there. Kahneman might not play. So might be I, the I didn't see his questionable. He's questionable, yeah. So it could be the battle of backups. But this game, um, I genuinely believed I was obviously going for the Seahawks. And when I was saying that podcast, like, oh, they're going to have to stop the, uh, stop the quarterback and get to him. And they did. But a little bit of my back of my mind was going, oh, this is going to be a long shot, this. This is going to be a hard game. But it, it turned out that like it wasn't even that hard. I mean, okay, Ramsey did a number on DK, but that was obvious that was going to happen. Like, yeah. It was always going to happen. But One catch in two games. No, he didn't catch it once. He caught like four times. No, against. When it went lined up oh, against, against Ramsey. Him, yeah, yeah, yeah. The rest of it was against Hill, wasn't it? Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Ramsey's Ramsey's is great. That's why you paid yeah. him a lot of money. The yeah. um the O line was, was, was good for Russell, but again Russell Wilson holds the ball too long sometimes and it's a little bit frustrating. Um apart from that, Lockett came back into the game, which I've been saying, use Lockett more, it opens it up. And uh, the defense was sound. They stopped the stopped the Rams on like the one yard line, I think, on uh three downs, smashed it. Yeah, I think as much as like saying about Russell Wilson, yeah, he does hold the ball too long. I think the difference between somebody like Russ and all right, going back to Baker or people like that, and Daniel Jones, he doesn't fumble that often when he does get hit. Though he might, he might hold the ball a bit too long and wait for a play, but he doesn't ever let it cost the team. Yeah, and he'll just, he'll no, just take it, a minus twelve yards. So it, it will, and that's you know, I'm not saying that's a good play by any means, it's a bad <laughs> know, play. I know, I know. But but it, you know, it cannot, you can come back from it, and at least no, in worst case not. scenario, you, you worst case scenario, you're punting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Worst case yeah. scenario, you're punting, and actually, that they've defense, got a good punter as well. They have. Yeah, I've got a good punter. In the Aussie. Extra, extra whip player. The, uh, I, I don't know. I, I worry for them in the playoffs because there are weaknesses to this team. But if they're not playing against the Rams all the time, DK should get open. But, apparently, but right now, if it finishes as it is, they're playing the Rams in the first, first yeah. round of the playoffs, which is going to be worrying. If the Rams can win. like I don't know. Like I'm not sure the Rams can win, even if Kyle Murray isn't playing. I don't Who's know that often. There? At where? At the Cardinals. No idea, but I'm assuming they're no going to be better than someone called Wolf, Wolford, Wolfard, Wolf, John Wolford, whatever his name is. John Wolford from the. He sounds like he works. Sounds like a state agent. Insurance job or something yeah, like that. State agent or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't you just hate that? Don't you hate our coaches try to big up all these backups? Like you're a backup for a reason because you're probably not very yeah. good. And he's and he's showing a bit of air going. Oh no, it's all right. He's been. Uh, He's been running scout team. He's been pretending to be Lamar Jackson one week and Kyler one week. It's like, yeah. what, that makes him Lamar or Kyler, does it? Like, no, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's a reason why he's never played an NFL game. 
Exactly. I think they're, they're trying to get Blake Bowles, aren't they, after Broncos practice squad? After his backup, though? Yeah. Yeah. But I, How far Blake I, I Bowles think... has fallen. Well, it's, I mean, he was shit when he started. He's shit now, so it's fine. <laughs> but, but I think uh, the one thing about the Rams, though, and I think actually a bigger miss than Jared Goff, maybe, is that uh, Cam Akers is out as well. Yeah. And just he's starting to get good. Like, their running game is the strength of that team. I think yeah, Sean McVay can probably scheme. He can scheme some stuff up and not miss Goff too much. Yeah. So I, don't, I think if Kyle is out, that's a much bigger miss than yeah. Goff being out. So... Yeah, I think Rams just yeah, they've just not been putting up. They've not been playing very well, have they? It might be better. It'd be better if Goff's out, you know, because Goff is, a, as Tom said, a liability. He he looks like a deer in headlights when he gets the ball. He might be true if you've got. Be, he's going to be better than their backup. Like yeah, you, that's if, all I'm going to say. If you had someone like Jalen Hurts <laughs> as a promising rookie as your backup, then yeah, yeah then they, then that's going to be different. But the Cardinals have got Chris Strevener, is it? Streveler or Brett Hundley? Brett Hundley's oh, played in a few games. Yeah, he has, and we've yeah, seen what he can do. It's going to be a bit. We've of seen a, what he can't do. A bit of a shit show. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that could be a that could be a really bad. I mean, both teams need a. Yeah, both teams need to win. Robert, one, there, uh, Robert Woods did it. I think it was Robert Woods, or it was it uh, Van Jefferson. One of them caught the ball when it was like down to the end, at the last plays of the game. Caught the ball middle of the field with time clock running out. And he just placed the ball down. No one touched him. It wasn't touched. <laughs> I didn't yeah. see that. Placed it down and then asked them to line up again. And then obviously the Seahawks picked it up. Because he wasn't actually down by contact. So I think that would have been Jefferson. That seems like that a must rookie mistake. That must be a rookie thing. Yeah, it must be a rookie. Robert call- Woods is... I don't think he'd make that mistake. But they called it as um, he gave himself up. Like, no, he, no, he never. Like, He's like, allowed to do that. That's, well, if, if that's allowed, surely everyone would do that every week to stop the clock. That's not, it's not the clock. Yeah, it shouldn't like, stop. It can't, the clock. it can't stop the clock because it did. It did because the referees had to stop and like other things like what just happened here. Like, There's been um, a lot of dodgy uh, officials officiating yeah. this year, though, wasn't there? Like, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Tampa because Bay it, got some first downs that whenever first downs, like there's, there's a yeah. lot of a lot of weird stuff going on. Because they weren't sure what was happening. The referees, he stopped the clock and went with there. What what's just happened there? And that gave them time to stop, have a little thing. And he realised, oh yeah, well, he, they call it gave himself up. So he gave himself up to stop the play, put the ball down the middle of the field, he caught the ball, and gave him a shot at the end zone. Like, no. Did they, start, you... did they start the clock again? So once they realised what had happened? No, they waited, the, the clock was still. <laughs> All right, okay. See, if, just... if they did that and realised that he'd given himself up and that the clock shouldn't stop, and then they started the clock again, I'd be fine with it just about. Yeah. But to yeah. stop the clock, think about it, come to a conclusion... And then keep the the clock stopped. That doesn't make any sense. Or oh, give him a runoff. Should you give him a runoff? Yeah. They didn't. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> Madness. Anyway, we'll go from one disappointing performance from the Rams into another disappointing division. So we'll go Eagles, Cowboys next. We all got this one wrong. Um, I think we we're all a bit hyped up by the Eagles and the potential of, of that offense. Um, yeah. But Jalen Hurts and the offense stuttered, despite a big play from Deshaun Jackson, who... Obviously, put, put his hamstrings back together again, <laughs> replaced them from the, the, the cheese strings and, and did back, put, put actual down. hamstring in there. Um, ran down the um, touch, was it ran down the um, the tunnel when he scored a touchdown? Well done. You've played one game in like 11. <laughs> you, you, you really deserve that, that that big run down the tunnel to Sean. Congratulations. Um, he, got, he got confused and thought his name was Bo Jackson, didn't he? Just, yeah. Potentially, yeah. But anyway, I think this game summed up the NFC 
East this year. Like, even though it was a blowout, there was so, slo- sloppy play from both teams. Like, even the Cowboys, I think they still gave the Eagles plenty of chances to try and get back into the game. Yeah, there were a lot of turnovers. There were four in total: three from the Eagles, one from the Cowboys, and then penalties as well. A lot of penalties, particularly from the Eagles. And I just can't believe that the Cowboys are going into Week 17 with a chance with a to chance win the division and go into the playoffs, which is insane. But okay, so I agree. I agree. Like, it is insane. But we've known this division's insane for a long time now, for nearly four months of our lives. Now, this who's the best team in that division? They've all, they're all. I'm not sure Washington are. But they, they are. There's some crap parts of teams. There's some good parts of teams, but. The Eagles got Jalen Hurts. I think even though he threw a few picks last game, he looks better in that offense than quite a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL. He looks promising. The offensive line's crap, so if he can improve that, it's definitely going to be better for him. The Cowboys receivers are all looking on fire now. So even even Andy Dalton's picking them out. They played a bunch of practice squad guys. Like yeah. you have to like take it with a pinch of salt. Like. No. The best, yes, you the do. Eagles you can't just practice. It wasn't practice squad guys. Secondary was the secondary. Like they, they're missing three starters in the secondary. Like three starting cornerbacks. The people that they had that they've got a cornerback. They've like picked up like the last month or so. Like they're they're not normal starting cornerbacks. They're not normal backup cornerbacks. I thought they had one of the starters there. Well, even if if they've got one out of what three or four people that you have on the field at any one time, that one person can't do much if. The offense just picks on the other three yeah. players. Yeah, fair. Um, so I think you do have to take that with a pinch of salt. The best unit, I think, in the entire division. So yeah, the, the entire division is still the Washington defense, just because of their defensive line. So because yeah. no one, no, no whole team is great. I would, I'd uh, still pick Washington, especially if Alex Smith comes back, even though he's not played great. He can still just about make enough I things can't happen. Beat anyone. Well, I don't I think, think any team. I think gonna, they can. No, they're not going to. That's going to. I don't really think any team will beat someone in the playoffs. Like I think they could play it close. Like Washington could keep a low scoreline in a in a game. Yeah. yeah. The Cowboys' offense, if they do click, and Andy Dalton is protected, which isn't a certainty with that offensive line, then they could potentially do well in a in a, in a shootout in a playoff game. But I think, like, I can see games being close, but. I don't really. I can't see them winning. Now, Miles Sanders was used more this game, wasn't he? He was used quite a fit, fair bit, but was he used enough? <clears throat> I still think he should be still... a, a much higher, much more often used running back in that in that offense. I think sometimes he is a little bit neglected, considering. Yeah, it kind of it things aren't when, working. Yeah, it annoyed me that he was playing well, especially early on, and the Eagles' offense were doing really well early on. Uh, Hurts and him running the ball with they had one drive they ran for about 80 yards between them both mm-hmm. and then they then they bring Jordan Howard on like why madness <laughs> Sanders is like he's a, he's a much better pass catcher so you're not as obvious in your, uh, that you're going to run it if you bring Jordan Howard on the field you are just going to run it for two yards that is all you're trying to do yeah I think you Miles do Sanders, well to Miles get Sanders, two yeah. yards yeah Miles Sanders is much better passing running At all around blocking all around why take him off? I I, if it was like late in the game and he had just had a 60-yard run and he were tired, you're going to spell him fine. I don't know. I thought it was strange. It just I seemed a weird decision. Yeah. yeah, yeah I I mean, so do you think that the Eagles will now play a strong team against Washington or will they just fold to avoid the Cowboys winning? 
It was I think, I, think they, to... I think they hate the Cowboys more than they hate Washington. Oh yeah, no doubt. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent they do. But I think that, I don't think it matters. I think Washington are going to win anyway because that D line is going to destroy that Eagles O line. So that's that's probably not probably not going to matter. But uh, I, think it I don't matter. think the, you think the Eagles can beat the you think they'll they'll beat the uh, the football team. Yeah, I think so. Fair enough. I mean, it does depend if Alex Smith plays. I think. You know, we well, don't know. It's Antonio Gibson as well as Alex Smith, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, offense struggled just as much because they've not. Well, probably more so because they've not got Gibson. Yeah, McKissick's yeah. done well coming out of the backfield as a pass catcher, but he's not as good running the ball. Smith, Smith, even though he's like managed games well and just about made enough plays, he's not. I mean, he's just a win comeback player of the year, but he's not been great. I, I would say, really. No, he hasn't been very good. He's not. He's not the. He's not the be all. That team, if he's not there, no. they won't win. It's, it's the running game. He, yeah, he's at least made some throws. I mean, you watched Haskins, and like, what, what was he doing? <laughs> what did you see? So, they had no McLaurin, and they had no Gibson. Gibson came back then for a little bit. I mean, he wasn't that great. Um, but <laughs> Dwayne Haskins, Haskins is, is yeah, crap. Alex Smith gives a chance arms. to win. Yeah, well, if they could put Haskins' arm in Smith's brain, like, yeah. I think that'd be quite good. But yeah, they, would, yeah. they can't do that. Well, it would be pretty impressive if they could do that, yeah. Medical science is <laughs> going far beyond. But it wouldn't quite be possible. No, I don't think so. Going on to the Cowboys, though, is, uh, is Dalton selling you a little bit? I'm not going to start the debate is he better than Dak or anything, but... He threw a bunch like, of screen passes and the ball 10 yards down the field and it was run after the catch. What yeah, I mean, he fucking had, do? He had, he had, he had oh, Tom! He, he, he had 377 <laughs> yards passing. It wasn't all screen passes. Well, a lot big, came the majority the of it was, yeah. I think more than half them yards came yeah. after the catch. I mean, you had, you had. Have you seen uh, Kansas City's offense? That is all after the catch. What's your point? Is it? Is it though? Yeah. It, 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 no, it's not. No, definitely is, as much as that Cowboys was. No, it's not. No. Mahomes, Mahomes will have Tyreek Hill run fifty yards past the defense I'm and throw over the top. Mahomes can't do that. I'm not saying Mahomes can't do that. I'm just saying if you're going to make that argument, like no, half the teams in the league throw screen passes. Yeah, but not as much as that. That that whole game was three passes. That whole, but you know, no. By the way, I'm not arguing that it didn't. It worked. So <laughs> carry on doing it. Hey, but I'm uh, saying against a pretty good Eagles defense. All right, they had some injuries, but he still threw three touchdowns, three hundred seventy-seven yards. He had a good game. Right. I think Andy Dalton is a competent veteran quarterback, and he is a backup. So he is exactly. He's doing exactly what he should be doing right now in his career, backing up somebody, and he's coming to replace him after a long-term injury. And next year he'll go back to being back up, because he will. But you know he is he is five and four this year. Is Andy Dalton? Is that just a winning quarterback this year? Yeah. Was that in one the, year deal he signed or two? One year, one, I think. One yeah. year. He's going to be on a different team next year, isn't he? Yeah. You won't I be mean, on the Cowboys because they'll have to pay Dak, and they, they don't. Dalton, I think, <laughs> well, they'll end up paying him, and then Dalton, yeah, they'll um. He'll probably be able to get like a like good backup money, and the Cowboys yeah. won't be able to put fifty million pounds, fifty million dollars into the quarterback position when the cap's going to come down. So, correct. Dolan will have another home. Yep. If uh, could be at the uh, the Rams. I mean, anyone could be at Rams. Forty nine. The Rams, Rams couldn't uh, afford it. The Rams have got no, too much money. Actually, could this, could this no, true. Well, you, that's you, you, you'd go somewhere like like the Jets or or. Like he'll that. go. He'll go somewhere that drafts a quarterback. Probably, mm. somebody's going to draft a quarterback and sign Dalton as a as a bridge if they need him. It's probably yeah. where he ends up. Jacksonville. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Think of Gardner Minshew. He is crap. Yeah. Gardner Minshew, not crap. It's, it's crap. 
Not crap. Very crap. Anyway, I mean, we'll I'm move... not saying he's good, but he's not crap. Let's he's move on. Crap. We'll move on. What's the next game? <laughs> the next game is the Titans at the Packers. So, a game that didn't really go as we expected it would. However, we did say that if the Titans don't get control of the game from the start, Rodgers could destroy them. And that is what him and Devonta Adams did. It was so we were partly a... right with this one. I think we should give ourselves a slight commiseration. Um, I think it was more yeah, you. It was ridiculous. It was you. Yeah. It was very easy for the Packers in the end. They didn't have to punt the ball. It was just a bit ridiculous, really. Um, we did say, that, well, I did say you, that AJ said... Dillon might, might, might have a good game. Um, yeah, he has bigger thighs than my torso. That's going to help <laughs> in the winter. <laughs> And it's going to help if you're running back in general to just run three people. Um, but the Titans' defense is really bad. And I think ultimately they won't go anywhere in the playoffs because they can't stop anyone. How many carries did he have? I'm not sure. Not but he had many, one big run. And he's not a quick person. Mm. He's a thumper. I think, I think he played very well. I think he did very, very well. No, he did. Um, I think he'll be used a lot more in that offense um, as the playoffs go on. What, I mean, what surprised me was, so listen to this, I had uh, my final in the only final that I reached in my fantasy playoffs is the truth, the truth Serum on Instagram. They held it in a fantasy league. I entered that and I got into their finals and I was playing and the opposition had Tannehill and AJ Brown and I had Devontae Adams and Stefan Diggs left and he was 10 points ahead of me. And I was thinking, oh, shit, like, uh, he's yeah. got a quarterback here. <laughs> like, that already, to me, seems worrying. And then I was playing, I was watching it. I stayed up for it. Uh, it was a long day, that. I stayed up for the whole Sunday and the late game. Devontae Adams literally smashed the life out of him on his own. And I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be the best win ever. And I didn't even need Diggs. But I thought, I'm going to leave him in there because this is what he deserves. And then Diggs came out and destroyed him even more. I was like, both of them getting multi- like three touchdowns. What a win! Yeah, I mean, Devontae Adams is Devontae Adams is prob- is the best wide receiver in football. I yeah, think. I mean, I'll retract my statement about. Uh, I think you need DeAndre Hopkins. Hopkins. It is definitely Adams. I think I some of them Hopkins catches as well. Yeah, outrageous. Yeah, you're oh, right. Yeah. It, I read, some stat I read from Adams. I can't remember exactly how many games it was. I think it was. Is the only play only the second player in NFL history to have. 700 yard receiving games in a season and more than 16 touchdowns. He's got, 16, guys he? he's got 16 now. Yeah. He's played yeah, 13 guys games. Yeah, is it, is it more so, than yeah. touchdown again? Yeah, mad. Mad. Helps when you've got Aaron Rodgers throwing your ball. Like, I mean, yeah, it definitely helps. They like, basically have a there. melted mind. Like, their mind is just yeah. one. Like, both of them know exactly what's going to happen every single play. Like, even if someone has to go off script, I feel like they just automatically know where the other one is going to be. But do you see how comfortable the Packers are at home? It's just, even without fans, I know a lot of stadiums are saying oh, the fans are advantage. I don't think it is in Green Bay. Green Bay, okay, it makes a difference because they are loud there. But I just think they just feel at home there. Rogers feels like that's his home and you're not going to win there. I, I, I don't know. It, it just seems when you're watching that game, like, oh, you've come into the yeah. wrong place here. Like, we were saying, oh, don't. I was even saying the whole day, like Derek Henry, who's going to want to tackle him in that in that snow? <laughs> who's tackling him in that snow? And Derek Henry was a bit borderline average. He was running into like like men. He wasn't wasn't running into gaps at all. But Aaron Rodgers looked like he didn't come on that you field can put once that and looked stressed. On the O line, you could, well, yeah, though. you like could. They're yeah, missing people on the O line. Their O line's not been 
that great all year. More so at pass blocking, but... Tannehill, that little running touchdown as well. Nice, that, wasn't it? It's quite nice. He just couldn't throw the ball yesterday. That was a shame. But he's played really well all year. I think it was just a bad game, trying to chase everything. Yeah, I mean, if you get down that quickly, it is hard to come back, especially in the snow. But one little key note about this game. Before the game, there was a Titans and a staff, or is it player, I'm not sure, walking around uh, barefooted in the snow. Uh, as a player, yeah, I saw that. stupid. And they made out like, oh my God, look how, how amazingly cool he is or amazingly strong he is but he's walking in the snow. That's not cool, mate. That's really not cool. Like, Why would you do that? Do, do you know why he does it, though? Why? He, he, does, he does it before every game and it's something to do with honouring his brother that died in the army. And it, 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 there's, a, there's a reason he does it and he does it before every game and he's like, it's snowing, I'm not going to stop. So that's why he okay, did so, it. So jump on and Fair jump enough. off. Just jump off that quickly. <laughs> cold, cold feet isn't going to help you in that game, mate, I'm telling you. It's clear didn't did it. I don't even know who he is. I think he's some backup player. I don't think he even played. But oh, really? Oh, fair enough. I, I have no idea. Either that or he's an old lineman, and he might as well not have played because they were shit. So they were, one or two. You know, you know what I kind of found confusing too. Some receivers and some of the running backs were, were wearing short sleeve, like they weren't wearing under under jerseys. Still, like I would be wearing those under jerseys one hundred percent. You land yeah. on that on that floor. It was hard grass. It's down on top of it. Oh man! But if you think it's going to restrict you, you're not going to do it. Like. This is by no means a comparison, but like whenever I played, like I'd never wear a base layer because I was just used to wearing like just a t-shirt and that was it. Like yeah. a lot of it is just comfort and what you're used to and even some superstition from people. Like I always wore massively. the same pair of socks, like no matter what team I played for, like if the colours changed, I'd still wore the same pair of socks when I played hockey because I'm, I'm weird. No, I'm saying you are weird. Tradition. Tom, that, that is right. Yeah, yeah. Right, we'll move on to the next game. Anyway, before, actually, before, final before, game. We do, sorry, before we do, sorry, before we do, Packers. We were saying before, the other day. Well, I know Scott was definitely that Packers are still a soft uh, team considering the record. Do you think they're not so soft now, or do you still think that it's just like a one-off game that they just smashed them? I, I still think. I still think they. Soft. I still think they needed that number one. Uh, seed they more than anywhere else field, to get, they? yeah. They need that firm field. Uh, I don't can't see him going away to somebody like the Rams, to the Bucks, to the Washington with a slight mm. obviously they beat Washington, but that sort of team. And I can't see him going away to somebody like that and, and pounding the ball and beating them in a tough playoff game, yeah. But Rodgers can win at home, so with that being said, then because I think yeah. they're playing the, the Bears, aren't they? Away, I think. Is it at, is that I think it's at Lambo? Yeah, is that Lambo? Yeah, oh, Lambeau. fair enough, fair yeah. enough. I mean, forget it. Forget it, forget it, the Bears are going to lose. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but... I, I think now, I don't know who can go in and beat. If the Packers get home field advantage, I don't know who can go in and beat them. Because even if, like, the only team I'd give a chance would be the Seahawks, because Drew Brees outside, like, there's no That's way that his no arm way, will be yeah. able to move. His arm will just free. Like, he'll pull back and it'll just freeze. It'll just get stuck. <laughs> um, it'll just, like, probably fall off, actually, if it gets hit. Um, the only team I'd give a chance would be the Seahawks. But then... The Seahawks running game is a bit, it's, it's got better, but it's still a little bit hit and miss. Mm-hmm. Jerry Alexander could lock up DK Metcalf. Yeah. You'd be putting a lot for Tyler yeah. Lockett, which could work well for you. Like you said, Ari, it does go better when they when they get him more involved. Um, but the Seahawks are the only team I give a chance. And that's not necessarily because I think the Packers are a great team. I just think at home, who yeah, can beat course. them? Like you said, I mean, Alvin, Alvin Kamara, though, do you think people like Kamara on Saints can do enough damage? 
I mean, Kamara and Murray could combine because Murray would be yeah. a good, like goal line thumper. But yeah. I just wouldn't trust Drew Brees at all. It's fair enough. With, with, with mentioned the Rams just then. Cooper Cup's been placed on COVID reserve. Ah, uh, sit the losing this week, Alan. They are fucked. They <laughs> are well, fucked. Robert Woods right then. then. Talking of teams that are fucked, you know where we're going, Scott. Why, we're going why? Dolphins why, at Raiders. Why, why say it? Um, I don't know, I just feel like I had to, to be honest. What a disgrace. Um, what a ridiculous what, what, four minutes, what, I think, from both sides. Like, the Raiders got lucky yeah. with some push-off, um, no call, offensive pass interference. Um, it was just ridiculous. I don't really know what happened. John Gruden seems to falter down the stretch. He did the same thing at Tampa in his last few years before he got fired. did it last year. The same thing's yeah. happened this year. Albeit your defence is a pile of shit, but just... What's going on, Scott? What's going on in your head? In my head, I mean, nothing. It's it's the same old, same old, isn't it? You know, I know exactly where it's going. <laughs> but, yeah, if I could get one thing for Christmas this year, it would have been a new defensive coordinator for Raiders. They're going to get it, who it is. Like, let's see, I don't know. Because I think the pieces there are, are at least can build on. It's not a top-tier defence by any means, but there's, there's some good young players. Uh, and the offence is playing, like Gruden's got the offence playing well. That Derek Carr, as much as people are, Hit or miss. I mean, Ari, I'll sort of turn around a bit, but you still want to hit him, don't you? Um, like, I mean, that that deep ball to Aguilar for that touchdown in a clutch moment. Yeah, great. Was class against against a top a top defense, yeah. like top two or He's three. He played very well this year. He has. Um, yeah, By the way, well, uh, at some point yeah. in training camp, was there like I don't know some sort of like electrical storm? Both Aguilar and Henry Ruggs got hit by lightning at the same time and they transferred <laughs> bodies because I feel like Aguilar has become what Henry Ruggs should have been and yeah. Henry Ruggs has become what Aguilar is or was. I'm very I, I confused think what, by the whole situation. I think Ruggs, if I'm being, fe- I'm being a bit lenient with him and this won't be the same this time next year because he's a rook- I think he's a rookie obviously he's still learning a bit but I think what he has done is he's he has scared defenses with pace a bit. Like you looked at team last, you looked at that team last year, and you had people like Renfro and a lot of good short yardage but, um, receivers. Hence Derek Carr just dropping yeah. it off every time. Ruggs is scaring people deep, and it's opening things up. He might not it be is. catching the ball, but, but you don't want to take he's... a number one receiver, the first receiver in the draft. No, I agree. I agree. That's, be a that's what, Yeah, that's why. I mean, I said at the time I thought Jerry Judy was the better option. I found it strange. Jerry Judy, Judy can't catch this year. He's he's got Drew Lock throwing the ball. I mean, let's, he's let's got Drew Lock throwing the ball. But I mean, I was gonna, <laughs> I'll just briefly mention it now because he was going to be one of my shout outs of bust of the week. He had five yeah. drops this week, including what would have been a game-winning touchdown and another touchdown catch earlier on in the game. Fair um, enough. This year, Jerry Judy has had 106 targets. He's got 47 catches. 40, so he's caught 44 percent of the balls thrown his way. And yes, we hate Drew Lock. Yeah. Drew Lock is trash. But he's dropped about thirty percent. Oh no, of I got balls I, I, I that have gone his yeah, way. Yeah. I'm not saying Judy's been the best receiver out of the draft either. Jefferson clearly has. But what I meant is, at the time when Judy was sat there, yeah. being probably Obviously. the better receiver at Alabama coming out and looking like he probably be better in NFL, it seemed weird at the time. But as the season's gone on, I've kind of understood why they did it because we needed a deep threat from somewhere. Mm-hmm. And Aguilar, yeah, fine, he's turned into it, but nobody would have said that. Nobody, nobody was picking Aguilar. No, that that season, that no. so, so that's just that's just worked out well, uh, rather than it, it been any sort of plan. I don't think. So, so you know what? do you 
Who are you putting this down to? The the failings of the Raiders. So you're saying defensive coordinator. Well, and, and some of the defensive players. I mean, it's not it's not a top defense by any means, but it's got the makings of one, is what I think. Uh, if so, you learn how to use Abram right, Crosby right, there's some players that that Kwiatkowski uh, linebacker. There's some solid players throughout. Should should Gruden not be doing better though? Gruden right now is hmm? yeah faltering, isn't he? So uh, he's got a ten year contract. He's got a ten year deal, hasn't he? It was crazy when they did that start with it. A ten million, ten year, hundred million dollar deal. Is any of it guaranteed? Because if if you sack a, a coach's contract is fully guaranteed. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Amazing that. So if you if you fire him, is that all gone? Yeah. It's gone, but it's not salary cap. You don't. You know. I mean, yeah, that, him, that means, but, I mean, but yeah, Mark I mean, Davis doesn't really have any money. Like, yes, no. the, the Raiders are worth a lot of money, but that's all the Davis family has. And it's so in the stadium right assets. now. Yeah. yeah. So Gruden's staying. So they couldn't pay and to it, get rid of him. It, it, Gruden's staying. It's a bit annoying when you look at some of the young coaches they could have had around the league. Um, but I don't think Gruden's been a bad coach. I think he's he's entertaining. He's a good lad. He, he's kind of he's turned him around a little bit, especially when you start start season. Yeah. Were you going to say he's a good laugh? I always say good laugh, and then I realised I didn't mean. I think quite, he's quite it, funny it, in a press conference. It, to be yeah, fair. it wasn't going to be taken how I meant it. To be. <laughs> <laughs> he's, a laugh. Yeah, he's a good laugh. He's a good laugh. So <laughs> that's, that's, that's what. That's what. That's what I knew you'd take out. That's why I <laughs> In the draft, you guys need to do what the Panthers did and just take defensive. Yeah, all across the board, every yeah, yeah. single like your offense is pretty good. Like Gruden does have that working quite well. Yeah, like Derek Carr is becoming a top half of the league quarterback, and you can you can win. You can go to the playoffs with a top half of the league quarterback. So if you need that, you absolutely need another pass rusher. Yeah, yeah. Off the definitely. edge, you need a big time cornerback. Whether that's going to be someone in free agency, I don't really think there is going to be anyone in free agency. I think they'll struggle or with that. Yeah, another top one in the draft. Like you said, you need to know how to use Abram better. Just copy what the Seahawks are doing with Jamal Adams. Yeah. Um, and you probably need another, another linebacker because Corey Littleton came in with a big with a big payday and doesn't seem to have really done anything. You know, with the, no, you know, with like, the trade that you gave away, Khalil Mack. Yeah. And what you got use picks. For? Yeah, what have you used it for? What's what's come off the back of that? Uh, Jacobs, um, Abram. Uh, it was somebody the year after as well. I can't think who it was. Um, a fair, fair play. But yeah, but, but a few a few decent first rounders from it. Um, that have, yeah, I think that that trade's worked out because I think Gruden said at the time, and it's one of the best sound bites I've ever heard from him. Somebody, uh, one of the reporters said to him, "You've just traded away your best defensive player and one of the best players in the league." Uh, how's that make your defence better? And he's like, well, we were shit on defence with him. So... I think that trade has been fairly even, if not better, slightly better for the Raiders because the Bears were great the first year they had Khalil Mack, but a defensive end isn't going to take you to the Super Bowl. He's not no, going to win not, you not a when Super you Bowl. Pay, not paying him that much money either, which was the, which was the point. They couldn't pay Carr on yeah. what, they, what they already had done and then pay a defensive end. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah. yeah. What's Car on? Anyway, what kind of deals Car on? It looks, well, it looks better now than it used to. He's on about, I think this year his cap's worth twenty-two million, which is pretty uh, good, about, really. That's it was about an average, yeah. It was about an average of twenty-five million when they signed it about three years ago. So it, it looked ridiculous. Easy now. Easy. That's the way. That's just where the quarterback contracts are, aren't they? But I think yeah. should we move on from the Raiders though? Because we spent like ten minutes there. Yeah. Talk <laughs> about the Dolphins and Fitzmagic. So obviously. Oh, mate. I can't believe he managed to complete that pass when his face was getting torn off. 
He can't believe he completed that pass. No, right? he definitely can't <laughs> believe it. But obviously, Tua has struggled again. We said before this game, we want to see Tua dominate a game. And it's still not quite happened. Yes, he's a rookie. He's still learning. The offensive line isn't good. Um, and the playmakers around him aren't particularly great either. But he still needs to be doing more. If yeah. you guys were buying Flores, who has already, I suppose, Flores has already come out and said that Tua is still the starter. What would you guys do if you were in his shoes? Would you keep Tua in there and have Fitzmagic coming in in the third, no. fourth quarter if you needed? Or would you start him? Start, start Fitz. I think I'd start Tua, you, but... You're in, a, you're, in a, you're in a point to his career where he hasn't been amazing. He's been out a few times with injury. There's no, there's no long-lasting damage to his career if you take him out now. If you just say, listen. We lost Eric. <laughs> I think we've lost him. I'm back. Apologies. You're back. Right, start that again. Start, start, start the... Uh, start fits with you. Yeah, so there's no long, there's no long-lasting damage if you take two out now. If you take him out now and just say, "Listen, the, you know you've had a few injuries, knock you back. You've you've not played fantastically. We're gonna take you out. We're gonna work with you over the off season." There's no like detriment there, I don't think, because it's not like you've been saying you're completely crap. You're not what we're looking for. Fitz was on a hot streak before he got taken out. He's come back in. Both times he's come back in, he's looked fine. In fact, it looked better than than Tua. So I, I'd, I'd start to uh, fit. I'd say we've got a playoff run here. We've, we've already got amazing draft picks next year anyway because they've absolutely nailed that one. Now you've got a chance of actually winning like championship games, divisional games. You know, go for it. Go all out. And I think the best way of doing this is Fitz because the receivers have struggled with Tua there. Tua hasn't been able to you know, get that, that rhythm going with the receivers. Not sure whether it's anything to do with him being left-handed and then finding it a bit more difficult adapting to that completely topping the whole play over. But obviously it's affected by the run game too. The run game, they had both starting backs out, didn't they, for a, for a game yeah. or two. But I think some of it is the, the coaching as well. Like the, the offensive coordinator just seems a lot more comfortable when Fitzpatrick's in the game compared to Tua. Like I don't know if they need to look at that in the off-season and bring someone else in that would work better with Tua. But I don't know, like... Nothing seems completely comfortable when two is in there. Well, that goes back to what you said the other week when you said when teams invest that highly in a starting quarterback, they should try and bring somebody along that worked in college. In college, yeah. Because this is not just like a... So, you know, we can see it when we see Joe Burrow, we can see it when we see Justin Herbert when these guys come in. But this is a different story. This is a new quarterback and a left-hander. So how, how many times has this offensive coordinator worked with a left-hander? Like to a never mind left hander that runs the ball quite well as well. It changes the whole script. You've got a right hander like Fitz. Yeah, we know he's mobile because he was the top rusher last year. But like he, that's crazy. He's, he, he's a gunslinger. That's what he is. He's a gunslinger. That's essentially that's what what Fitz is, and we love him for it. He'll take them risks. He might get picked a few times, but he'll find them deep balls. I think with Tua, it's a completely different player. And with the offensive coordinator hasn't got the experience of working with someone like that, they should have definitely invested in somebody that knows Tua. I, I think I'd start to it and reason being I don't know it's such a bad thing if you bring Fitzmagic back on fourth quarter if you're in a close game you need to throw some deep balls I don't think that's such a bad thing to, to have as a backup I think Tua I don't, you're right you're not going to do any damage to him long term so I get I get if they did start Fitz yeah. um, but Tua's much safer he's not going to cost you turnovers I think he's had what two all year whatever he's had 
Um, and that team is built to play that way. It's a cl- it's a top defense. They can they can run the ball pretty well when when they need to. Just don't turn it over. Just don't and let him make a few plays a game. And if they need to bring fits in, I don't see what this big thing about quarterbacks swapping. I, I don't see why everyone else can swap positions and quarterbacks can't. Like let two well, of keep learning. You're meant to be the leader of the team, so the leader of the team doesn't usually go out because he's not very good. It's not because he's not very good. It's just that you might want some a different style of play. Is what I mean. It, so it's not the, that he's. So if the Dolphins finish as they were now, they play the Titans, wouldn't they? And the Titans' defense isn't fantastic. So no, you you have got they, they haven't sacked the quarterback. I don't have, how many sacks the Titans' defense got all season? About five. They are <laughs> honestly not even joking. They're, They're terrible. terrible. They are really bad. They are no, yeah. So uh, it probably would start to be there because there's le- there's little risk of him getting hurt. He's going to have more time on the ball because they haven't got a pass rush, and the uh, the guys in coverage you know, are going to have much trouble. If the running backs are back as well, even better. Um, I don't know. I suppose you could bring on Fitz, couldn't you, if, you, if you're chasing the game? Yeah, I think I think the reason Fitz is working so much recently is teams aren't planning for Fitz. They're planning for Tua, and then Fitz comes on late and throws some big deep shots, and it just catches them off guard a bit. Yeah, great points. I think two. I think Tua would cost you a game. Sorry, not Tua. Fitz would cost you a game at playoffs. I, I would be. I'd be sitting there worried about calling some players because Tua might. Well, they have to win. Might they, not make mistakes like that. Do they have to win the next game to get the playoffs, or do they have to just? They don't have to, but they need the Colts to lose if they do lose. I think it's a bit of a weird scenario. Yeah, if they uh, lose, they need the Colts to lose. So they're playing yeah. the Jags, aren't the Colts? That's not going to happen. Colts no, lost to the Jags in Week One. Yeah, but the Jags have imploded the since then. Yeah, we all thought the Jags would be shit before the season. The the Jags, oh shit! shit. <laughs> <laughs> don't try, don't try and make up we were wrong. Yeah, the Jags, the Jags oh, be shit. <laughs> <laughs> right, we'll we'll but, leave that game yeah. there then. Um, is that all our games, Tom? That is all of our games, indeed. Brilliant. Well, guys, it's been an absolute pleasure. Have you got anything else to cover? Anything else? Yeah, like the games yeah. of the week, the plays of the week, oh all that sort of good, Lord, fun, I good stuff. Oh, my forgot that, you know. Hey, Shit, what are the you bed, you are. are you, like Kevin Stefanski this yeah, week. Yeah, I'm having a browse yeah. moment here. <laughs> you loved you, you shit your pants? <laughs> I think so. Uh, okay, Scott, start us off with our player of the week. I mean, if none of you have picked the same, it's just an absolute joke. But it's got to be Alvin Kamara, right? <laughs> the guy equaled the oldest standing record in the NFL still has for a single game. That's six yeah. touchdowns late. It has to be Alvin Kamara. Imagine how pissed off he is that Taysom Hill got that, that touchdown. Probably very. <laughs> he could have brought imagine, the record. Imagine how pissed off joke. he is that Taysom Hill is in his team. Yeah. Whenever yeah, Taysom I mean, Hill's in, he well, doesn't yeah, get the work. Exactly. Yeah. I just don't, I mean, that's what I put down. I put Alvin Kamara. Do you think Taysom Hill knew that Kamara was on his team when he played? When he played QB? I, I just don't think he did. I don't know. No, he didn't. Do I that. think we should we should give special mentions. We already have them, but let's do it again. Devontae Adams goes 11 catches, 143 yards, three touchdowns versus the Titans. Monday Night Football comes along. Stefan Diggs says, hold my beer. Goes nine catches, 145 <laughs> yards, three touchdowns against the Patriots. Um Adams, you'd probably say, played better because some of his catches were ridiculous. Mm. So was uh, Diggs' last stretches. one. They were, but a lot of time, Diggs just wins. Like He just gets all the separation he needs. And he gets yards and yards of separation, which is ridiculous. Um, but I also want to give a shout-out to Brandon Allen for the, for the Bengals. He went <laughs> the game 29. No one, watched. no one watched it. He went 29 for 37. 30, 371 passing yards. Two touchdowns. 
and he had the second highest PFF grade for quarterback this week. Against the Texans. It was against the Texans, but who thinks that Brandon Allen can do anything like that? Brandon Allen won, is never going to have a better game in his life. The, the Bengals right. won, didn't they? They did win. Yeah, yeah. against Deshaun Watson. Yes. Mm. I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you've been trying to make a point. Do you understand point that there's 50-odd people <laughs> on a roster? Yeah, I do. I do, yeah. I do. I do. But good quarterbacks would pull them through that. He did almost uh, as much as he possibly could. Like, yeah, almost. He had a big fumble at the end. I'll give him that one. But yeah. throughout the season, he's been fantastic and the team around him has been an absolute shambles, yeah. as is the coaching. They're going to go 4-12, and 12, aren't they? Yeah, but what did I tell fuck you? up, Harry. What did I predict they'd go? But no, I, probably very well. 4-12. 4-12. Well. You just need to realise that Sean Watson is ball. actually good and that wins aren't just on the quarterback. Like You need an entire team there. Like yeah. the, the secondary doesn't even turn up. Like... DJ Watt basically said that, that the defence doesn't do what they're supposed to do day in and day out. And you're thinking, oh shit, that's all Deshaun Watson's fault that is. Well, yeah. Like, watch some games, mate. Jesus. <laughs> well, you watch some <laughs> games, put the whole thunder on your bird's couch. Here's the kitchen, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, in the kitchen. Uh, is, is your player Alvin Kamara then too, Tom? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to go Brandon Allen now to piss you off. I mean, that won't piss me off. <laughs> Happy days. Wait, we're going to our... better about myself. <laughs> not agree with me. We're going to the bus of the week. My, I mean, I'm not going first. Tom, go you go first. Right, so I've got three. So, first one. <laughs> How long, How long the, is this podcast? The Texans' defence for the exact same reason that I just said Brandon Allen had a great week. No one should do that. To, no one should make Brandon Allen look that good. He should never, ever have a PFF grade better than Aaron Rodgers, but he did. Um, also, Jerry Judy, as we mentioned, he's had a big case of the drops this year. Um, mm-hmm. But the big one, um, the, the, the award this week from me goes to Cam Newton, who's got benched again, and he's just playing himself out of a job for next year, potentially even as a backup. Yeah, um, he's mad. Yeah, yeah. In this season, he's had five passing touchdowns in 13 games. And in, yes, how many he's had, had like double-digit in how the... Many- I don't know, probably none at home, I imagine. Two, two yeah. touchdowns at home. That, that, do you know how many quarterbacks there are that have scored more touchdowns at Gillette Stadium than him this, this year? Like, a lot, probably. Yeah. Probably, probably, eight, probably everyone that's played there. Yeah. But, <laughs> but anyway, like, yeah, he scored a lot um, running, and he had a good rushing touchdown in that game. Um, well done. But, like, he, he just can't throw the ball anymore. Like, he tried to step up in the pocket after he got pressured. Yeah. And, yeah, he escaped that pressure, which is, which is hard, hard enough in itself. But the pass that he threw just ended up being falling about five yards short of the receiver. Like that just shouldn't be happening as an NFL quarterback. But going back to touchdowns, in four games, so yeah, so five touchdowns in thirteen games. This is all passing touchdowns. Joe Flacco, four games. These are all starts. Four starts, six touchdowns. Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. <laughs> yeah. Jalen Hurts, who's looked promising but still isn't a great passer of the ball. Three starts, six touchdowns. Dwayne Haskins, the man who doesn't have a job anymore. Six (laughs) games, five touchdowns, same amount as Cam in less than half the starts. Mike Glennon and the aforementioned Brandon Allen. Five touchdowns in four games. Gardner Minshew and Mitchell Trubisky, both 
very, very, very below average quarterbacks. 16 touchdowns in eight games. Camp has five touchdowns in 13 games. Yeah, he's a joke. Yeah. I mean, Patrick Mahomes has five touchdowns in a game this week, in this year. Yeah. <laughs> so is uh, Baker Mayfield. So is yeah. Mayfield. Yeah. Baker Mayfield has that many. Yeah, exactly. Scott, who's your bust? Uh, Titans offense. Like that was set up yeah. perfectly. Just run the run the ball, man. Like I know they I know they went down earlier, and I know they actually ended up with 156 yards on ground or whatever it was, 150, yeah, whatever it was. But 14 points. I mean, against, I feel like the defense against, was worse than the offense. It was, but I think Corey, Davis, was, Corey Davis had no catches. Okay, against that against that Green Bay defense, like Green Bay can score points. So yeah, the defense was shit, but Aaron Rodgers getting far touchdowns, whatever it was, that happens. Like happens to better defenses than Titans. Derrick Henry is supposed to be the best running back we've seen for thirty years about the size of him. And yeah, just they shit the bed. Yeah, they I do. agree. Right. Play of the week. Oh, you're gonna hate me, Ari. And I hate myself a little bit too, because I absolutely hate the guy. But Big Ben's pass to Deontay Johnson. That was a nice like, it was it was beautiful. And that spot that comeback. Without that play, I don't think they win that game. I'm going um, Fitzpatrick. Even though he probably knew yeah. nothing about it. He knew nothing about that pass. <laughs> probably did, yeah. <laughs> the fact that it, it, it landed in the receiver's hands is just yeah. miraculous. Uh, so, I, I was going to go with that or Chris Godwin's touchdown catch because that was beautiful. That was great too, yeah. Goes go, go a home, Tom. It's all right. You yeah, why not? Why yeah. not? It was. I remember I messaged you saying you just missed Chris Godwin's amazing yeah, catch. Yeah, That's the first thing I watched. <laughs> as soon as you sent yeah. that message, I watched it. Yeah, great catch on it. It was. Well, gents, now it's the game of the week. Game of the week is a toughie, I think. It's not. Uh, it's Fitz Magic. It's not. It is, and it's really sad, but it is. <laughs> that four minutes was the best thing about the NFL all weekend. Yeah, the NFL was on for like three days. I'm not going that one. I'm going the Packers-Titans purely because I like watching the snow game. I love yeah, it. If it wasn't game, a good it was a game, it was a you, know, you know when Tom, you know when Tom based it all on Atlanta's field, and it, and I when we realised we had, oh, it is disgusting. First of all, shout out to the people that made that SoFi Stadium because that is an incredible field to watch. So football. fit. There are yeah. some nice stadiums now. Though. But watching it in the snow is just, it's just sort of awesome. It made me feel Christmassy. I was sitting there going, "This is this is actually really good to watch." It, it, it is the best thing about Green Bay and the Bills having home playoff games. Because they're both going to have snow games at some point, are they? Yeah. Like, Great. We want Kansas City, Bills, Green Bay. Let them all have home games in playoffs. Yeah, Don't care who's playing. Just put them in those stadiums. Like, yeah. Right, gents. Well, now that, Tom, that is everything, isn't it? That is everything. Yeah. We okay. are good. Brilliant. So, guys, if you want to catch us on our social media, on the Quick Snap UK, on our Instagram and Twitter, and we have the quicksnap.co.uk website. But have a happy holidays, and until next time, guys. Peace out. Go well.
Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.